Hey everybody, you're listening to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm Chip Monk, and with me is always the Mr. Gimpy. What up, Chip? What it do? Dude, it's just been sick for a week and a half, bro. Just... Yeah, man. I got I've been sick as well, man. This is not, I didn't tell oh, you about because I didn't want to bring you down. I didn't want to try and one up your sickness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, it hasn't been nearly as bad. I've just been like, man, I don't feel great. I probably shouldn't go to work because I don't want to spread the sickness with everybody else. Yeah. I'm just gonna stay indoors and like fucking ride this thing out. And that's what I've been doing. Gotcha. That's not too bad. It's like for me, it's just been like general like tiredness, fatigue. I told you I was like going down like the YouTube rabbit hole. I started going down watching like terrible conspiracy videos where I'm like, oh man, this is probably not great for my mental health, but I love it, dude. Like it's just like so entertaining uh, yeah. for me. Like I, I don't know. Like I was watching this like YouTube clip of uh, is it uh, Penn Gillette, the magician? Yeah. He was like a show like BS and all this. And he was like talking about like how his daughter is like just kind of into conspiracy theories as like a fun thing. Sure. Uh, and I was like, and he doesn't really understand that. He's like, like a no bullshit type of dude. He's like, no, man, like you can't be, you know, you're playing games with like your mind if you like go down that road. Uh, okay. But like, I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't, I, it's like a fun exercise of like imagination and uh, just enjoying things, you know? It's imagination in the real world, right? Like, yeah, they, you, it's adding whimsical shit to like, like real life. Please believe it or not, but for like your personal like head, right? Yeah, whatever you're interested in, you're like anything like out there. Like if you go deep enough, you'll find some sort of bullshit conspiracy or real conspiracy that's out yeah. there. Like I don't know, man. Uh, you know, society's like a conspiracy, man. We all conspire to make society happen every day. Everyone goes out and fulfills like it's you hilarious. know uh, purpose-filled <laughs> roles to achieve uh, a working community of people, like. We're all striving for an ideal idea of America, bro. It's, America's Damn, a conspiracy, bro. bro. Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, those flavor, eh, dude. Kool Aid right. was added later on, bro. <laughs> there's um, that's that's funny. Uh, there's like this. So the Chris Rock uh, live special happened last night. I missed it. Oh, uh, how, oh, fuck, uh, dude. I'm, I'm gonna watch it, it after this. Um, Damn, I gotta watch he, that too, dude. He does go in on Will Smith. I hear. Okay. So, but then this has been I, a long time coming. Before this, I heard like conspiracy theories on the Will Smith slap. Going, oh, yeah. It's oh, like an Illuminati initiation, yeah. like humiliation and we, and we, ritual. No, it's because, you know, Jada gave him, gave him a look. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah, it's his like, handler, dude. It's the CIA playing mind games, controlling handler. him. Yeah. But yeah. She dated Tupac Shakur. Just do the math. Started. She went to Juilliard. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. So the, just look those, into it, dude. So I'm interested in looking at that, but it's it's nice. Don't to get hear into the black black Illuminati, dude. Don't do it. I won't. I won't. Is it called like uh, I Bufa? Won't, bro. I won't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it, dude. This is it goes deep, dude. So so uh, with me being being sick, dude. Uh, like I work from home. And, yeah. you know, and I called into work. So, you know, I felt like shit if I can't even sit yeah, on my yeah. computer. Um, like it's I, not I possible. Uh, so, like, fast-paced movement, like, really fucked me up. So, yeah. uh, like, the day after I, like, canceled the pod uh, last week, I was like, I woke up and I was like, yeah, I feel okay. So, I, I ended up streaming that Monday. Should not have done it. I ended up beating Hi-Fi Rush. That game's amazing. Um, it's basically Devil May Cry meets Jet Set Radio meets, like, 
a rhythm game. It's it's fucking great. Absolutely adored the game. And uh, I pushed it too much so that I woke up Tuesday just fucking dead. Um, so I ended Man. up calling it to work for like three days and just chilling, you know, just trying to yeah. trying to live. And as, and as like the days went on, I felt like I kept getting like you're supposed to get better as you go. Right now, yeah. I, I got worse, dude. Like the Damn. Like, my, my voice was completely gone one day. Uh, like like it's it's still not great right now, you know. But I feel I feel yeah. much better outside of sound a little bit like uh, Marlon Brando, dude. <laughs> okay with that? Yeah. <laughs> Should I start talking to Cal L and? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, dude, dropping knowledge, my son. <laughs> but uh, or, or is this the streetcar named Desire Brando? Is that is a Godfather Brando. Brando? Godfather Brando. Okay, I'm okay with. That. I feel like I'm that's okay. what most people know him from, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, film, film, massive, <laughs> massive movie star. Jeez, oh, yeah. definitely. Sorry, I'm trying not to cough. It's Bless you, dude. Appreciate it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't work on my games at all. Uh, I was to the point where I uh, started painting over uh, the run cycles uh, with my kids. Yeah. So I, I showed you what it looked like, like at first. Um, yep. So I, I still have that to finish. Uh, and really, with that game, it's uh, just loading, loading the sprites up, and doing some testing, and that's pretty much done. So excited for that. Nice. Yeah, I've been just also working on my game as well, just the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still got like one stage to complete and then putting more stuff together uh, as far as like level design and all this stuff. I've been going really slow at it. Uh, I don't know. I've been trying to like branch out, watch more movies. I watch yeah. Super Troopers 2. Uh, I forgot there was a 2. It looked bad. Yeah, they, so never, how was it? Was, it? bad it wasn't great uh it just felt like they were trying i don't know what they were trying it felt it like there was like too late right it was it's too late but also it didn't recapture any of the magic of like you know just cops having fun messing around like mm. uh kind of like a reno 911 type of situation i don't know if you're familiar with that sitcom oh, i love that show where it's yeah. Like, yeah it's like a police station where it's like I feel like Rio 91 kind of picked up like their spiritual torch and just kept running with it. And like, mm-hmm. you know, did like every angle and idea you could do with like that format uh, to death. Sure. Uh, so there wasn't like a lot of fertile ground for them to attack on the second one. Uh, then they just kind of like threw together some weird plot of like uh, somebody discovered that the border markers weren't where they thought they were between the U S and Canada. So they're like this part by Vermont is actually a U.S. Uh, part of the u.s uh and canada was like yeah you can have it uh so then they're like we gotta bring you guys in to like help transition the area uh as it gets annexed back to the u.s uh so it's like them versus like the local canadian mounties but they don't really do much with that uh and this whole plot with that happens like in the first you know 15 minutes but the first five and a half minutes is just a dream sequence in the movie and like you kind of realize it's a dream sequence early on where you're like, all right, this is getting like more and more cartoonish and outlandish. Where you're like, all right. So it just felt like they had like ideas for skits, but they didn't put it into a cohesive story. Oh, it was, it was okay. Uh, I, don't, I, I can't feel recommend like the stoner comedies <laughs> of our youth with these late sequels just aren't good. Clerks 3, but, uh, I watched it after you. You told me kind of what it was. Yeah. I was so disappointed, dude. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, but, I don't blame you, man. Yeah, it was a. But we still it was have just a downer. Too. Yeah, it was yeah. A huge downer. Yeah, clerks too is all right. Yeah, Jake clerks too. Uh, uh, people were hating on clerks too when that came out. It's weird that like Kevin Smith just decided he didn't want to do big movies anymore. That's fair. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like the more money you know studios give you, the less creative freedom and control you're going to have on like the final product. Yeah. The same thing goes with like video games. I think I, we talked about a little bit on this podcast where like this guy was, you know, trying to get like a uh, some money, uh, and then he was like reading like the agreement that the lawyer sent him, and he was like, "I'm going to lose like a lot of creative control over my own creation." And I was like, I don't know. Like I commented on that YouTube video, and I was like, "It's not nefarious though." Like they just want to make sure like you're not going to take like your IP and then like start doing uh, weird or bad like things that would damage the brand, right. you know. Uh, right. That's why you need like because like one part of like the agreement that had him worried was like you have to get approval now every time you want to use like the IP or licensing in any other media. And he's yeah. like, so I have to start asking permission to like make my own like YouTube videos like I've been doing, and I was just like, bro, you. It sounds bad, but like you would probably just have to do like a one thing to get it in perpetuity that I can like continue to make videos on, on my creation, my own idea and stuff. Uh, and I'm sure yeah. like the partner would agree to that, no problem. But it looks bad on paper where it's like, oh, they're not going to let me do it. It's like, no, it's more for them to be like protecting themselves for like you to not take your character and be like, now I'm doing weird NFT or porno video games or like now they're selling like liquor and cigarettes to kids. It's like, uh, you know. You have to give up like a certain amount of like control That's and freedom. You're being published, right? Yeah. 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 So you have to give up a little bit of uh, your creative control to like try and reach a wider, wider audience using like that marketing budget, using like those like platforms and ideas and leverages. Uh, what I was trying to explain to them though was like the biggest concern is like they don't really say how they're going to help you. Like, yeah, aside from like financially, like, I feel like, I don't know if you've ever watched Shark Tank. It's usually where people pitch an idea. Uh, usually the sharks give a like lower amount than usually like the evaluation, but like they're like, hey, I'm going to help you with like my connections, my framework, like the the different business to business, like things I have going on for myself. It's not just like a signature here. I'm like, you're getting a business partner. Right. Uh, whereas like a lot of people will just like take a publisher's like money, uh, but like, most major publishers have some sort of framework or ability to help you like leverage your game. They like help you translate it, get voice actors, like uh, a you know, distribution. Yeah. 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 So all this other stuff, but yeah, it's the same thing kind of happens in movies as well. Like where the more money you take on uh, for a project, like the less creative freedom you get, the more executive notes you get from like studio execs who have like a hundred other projects that they're watching that exact same day. Uh, so it's, uh, and they're taking a lot of risks, like it could, with their money, like not creatively, not artistically. Like their whole thing is to negate those risks. Like they don't want you to be out there making bold, uh, wild decisions because, like, that's like adds more uh, instability to the money that they could potentially get at the end of this. So it's like they're investing in you to be like a stable constant in a project. Uh, but yeah, man, that's an artistic trade-off. And Kevin Smith was just like, man, I will just stick at like the $5 million budget. That's all I want. I can still make the movies I want. I can do what I want. Uh, it's just weird that like he hasn't really branched out. I mean, he's made like Tusk and Yogan Hosers and like all these other like Red small State. movies. That, yeah, Red State, like things that mm -hmm. people probably haven't heard of. Uh, I haven't watched them. I'm not a big like horror film fan though. So, uh, you know, I think it's uh, inappropriate for me to just be like, you just make stoner comedies for kids stuck in the 90s bro uh you know 
I feel like he's moved past that. I feel like he also smokes way too much weed now. Uh, and he finds himself to be like the funniest man alive, which isn't always good. Like, he, I don't know what it is. It's like, hey, man, how about like just sober up for like three years? <laughs> just just stay sober for like three years, bro. Like you claim to not be addicted to weed and stuff. Just don't smoke at them for three years. Clean up. Do some like clear headed writing. Because like a lot of it also seems to suffer from like that, like lack of a co uh, coherent and consistent story through line for like plots. Okay. Much huh. like Super Trooper Two did, <laughs> it's like you have like good scene ideas and bits, but then like you don't like weave them together. Like they don't they gotcha. don't make narrative sense, you know. I don't know. And here we are on the combo wombo film critique. Uh yeah, man. Well, it's all art, dude. It's all it goes back to like basic fundamentals. You're gonna need like storytelling and stuff. Like the same thing can be said for like video games. Like if you like, you can see this in bigger games when they'll do like. Uh, was it fusion frenzy or like uh, mario party where it's like a collection of mini games wario warrior uh where it's like you can play more with like smaller ideas and mechanics in video games in a way that you can't in a, a narrative telling story device of yes. a movie yes. uh, where you can be like uh oh we're gonna do like the mini game part now and now you're gonna do this part uh like you can be like in a hyper realistic game like uh, assassin's creed or something and then all of a sudden there's like a weird ass lockpicking minigame or like you know resident evil and also they're like all right now try and figure out this russian nesting doll puzzle or this piano puzzle that it's russian like nesting it, doll puzzle just fucked you up huh? yeah, i don't even know if there was one dude that's my, that's what i'm claiming whatever it's whack uh i don't know i always wanted to make a game about the guy who uh like has to design the puzzles yeah, you know what I'm saying? Who gives the order? Uh, right. I, I don't know. That's just like really funny to me. Where it's like, we need to hide the MacGuffin. All right, where do you want us to put it? All right, what we're gonna do is pull out this entire fire pit, and then we're gonna take two knights' armors, and then we have one gem, and we're gonna put this on the west wing, and then we're gonna have this green gem. We're gonna put this over in the east wing, and like, but I have a really bad memory, so I'm gonna put a couple of hints in here to help me out. He's <laughs> like, what, dude? Fucking genius. <laughs> dude, like, Don't question me, guys. Just do it. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. There's um, there's a probably I'd, I'd say a couple of big releases at the time of of our last episode and now. Oh, okay. Uh, Atomic Heart, uh, made by I believe it was a Ukrainian studio or maybe it was a Russian studio or something. There's some like backlash with that game saying oh, it's like supporting Russia, but. Um, that that aside, that game looks great. Um, it's been on my wish list for quite some time. Damn. I've been looking forward to it. it. Looks like the best, the best of like the Bioshock era, and just like on a new take of it with like crazy robot stuff. So I'm looking forward to that game. Um, Wo Long came out, which is uh, Team Ninja's kind of stab at a new Souls like. It's it's like I, I kind of describe it as if Team Ninja made Sekiro. Um, the combat is very parry heavy and um, I've, I've played to the point where I've got to the first boss and uh, it's fine. Um, I'm playing on console at the moment instead of PC because the PC port has a shit ton of problems right now. So I'm playing it on the Series X at the moment. Um, and I would say, honestly, wait, wait like a month to see if they fix All the right. PC issues. Um, Team, Team Ninja's kind of been notorious for having really shitty PC ports in the first like month. And yeah. outside of like Neo Two, it's been it's been the case. So um, I'd say if you're really excited for the game and you only have it on PC or you prefer it on PC, wait. Otherwise, you will be disappointed because there's Dang. performance issues. Um, 
just lack of PC controls. Like if you're just playing with a keyboard and mouse, you're gonna have a bad time with that. Yeah, game. Uh, but yeah, like that's a notorious uh, technical port. performance issues with like frame rates and uh, crashing. Apparently, the game crashes. No. So, like, you'd be looking at it wrong. So until Team Ninja's uh, PC guys can uh, get that fixed and say, hold on. Um, so far, though, um, console side, no real issues. I think uh, the combat's pretty fun so far. Uh, the real, th- the what I have a problem with is the jump and double jump just feels too heavy. Um, and, I, and I had a very yeah. similar issue with like Hi-Fi Rush. Their jump felt too stiff. I don't know what it is with jumps in the like last couple of, of big releases, but uh, people aren't getting jumps right anymore, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like a lot of it is like a float or like a double jump that people tend to add in to compensate for just yeah. bad just jumps. Bad jump, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, like ledge climb or grip. Like it seems like there's, I don't know, there's not as many like coyote frames either. It's, I don't know, it's like a, everyone has to coyote keep. Coyote frames for the people. It's like when you like step off a ledge, like a wild E coyote, and like you keep going for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's right. a, it's uh, ledge forgiveness is what it's is the yeah. true name for it. But yeah, I I love the coyote frame uh, name. Yeah, yeah, man. Like so, it just seems like there's less of that, and it's like become more precise. Uh, it uh, people just kind of forgot all these weird platformer lessons of like the last you know forty years. <laughs> They're just like, ah, oh, yeah, we don't need to. I, like I don't know, we've always talked about this where it's like because platformers are such like a staple, like you, you understand like when it's bad platforming, like you notice it, like when something feels off, you maybe can't uh put your finger on like what exactly that is, but like you know, you're like there's something just doesn't feel right, dude. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. Um so so far with uh Wolong the uh combat loop has been very fun. Um you feel powerful in all the right ways. Um, when you hit a parry off, there's this like spark effect, and your character kind of swaps places with this with the other guy if you do it correctly, and you have opens up to attacks, which is very satisfying. So I think the yeah. game. Um, I was a big fan of Neo. I was a big fan of Neo too. So as I go in, I, I assume I'm gonna like Wolong, but uh, something about the story presentation just is taking me out of it too. So we'll see. We'll see the further along I get. But, uh, the only game I've seen that's coming out that kind of has me uh, looking forward to is like that new Street Fighter. Street Fighter Six, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So I was watching like lore videos and stuff like that with my conspiracy videos. Uh, and I also watch Street Fighter conspiracy videos as well uh, for possible uh, hot takes on it. So they have like time traveling and stuff in that game. Is the lore of Street Fighter gets wild. Uh, but yeah, that new game looks interesting, but it also looks like it might suffer from some of the same problems where it's just like, it's more open world. It's like more of like create your own character stuff. At least that's what they've been advertising is like a, a big focus for it. Uh, and I just, I don't know how you balance that. Like for Netplay and stuff. And like, I was talking to you about, and you're like, yeah, I don't think they're going to let you uh, bring some wonky ass character you paid. At least uh, that's ranked. At least that's yeah. Ranked. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, Tournament wise, they I could almost guarantee that they will not let you use your creative character in tournaments. So it's bullshit. <laughs> oh man, it's it, it seems good, like though. yeah, it looks like it's a at least an interesting idea that they're trying. I don't. I just enjoy classic fighting games, though. It's weird. It's almost like the Ubisoft uh, Blizzard problem of like it needs everything needs to be open world with mini shins, uh, you know, daily login bonuses, a battle pass. 
uh, you know, we need to sell more skins or characters somehow. Like it just, I don't know. It just feels like, is this necessary for like a street fighter title? And I just don't know. I'm sure. Why not? You know, that's what they're fighting, doing. The fighting games do. have a big issue of uh, their core gameplay loop being arcade based, you know? Yeah. Um, so inherently it's a short experience um, single player wise. So that's why like story and stuff like that, like Mortal Kombat's been known to have the best story in fighting games and to keep you hooked. Um, the JRPG or the Japanese, oh, sorry, excuse me. The Japanese developers um, have an issue with that because they can uh, a lot of them can't, get over like the arcade thing is just like oh your campaign is just like text blurb and it's basically just next fight next fight next right so there has to be a way to engage the player more so this is capcom's attempt and i think it's their biggest attempt yet so hats you're deeper in the community the fight community than i am dude is there like an outcry for like more story lore-based gameplay from the community yeah Uh, but here's the thing. It's the, a small the way, slice. No, it's not a small slice because what actually drives us getting new fighting games is major sales. And you get major sales from including casuals. So you need yeah, to draw them in. That's you the know? Halo uh, 3, you know? Like, that's what they did for Halo 3. They made, like, the uh, online more based towards the casuals. They oh, also yeah. like a lot of, like, the pros. But, like, sales-wise, it's, like, one of the best in the franchise. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, it's weird because then they seem to have lost all those lessons because I think when they're doing five, they're like, all right, now we'll just work with pro teams to try and gear everything more for pros. And we'll have, like, more, like, hard-hitting, like, fast twitch mechanical movements and boosts. But then they're like, now we need to offset that for the casuals. So we're just going to start everyone with, like, a sawed-off shotgun. It's like, what are you guys doing? Like, this is weird. <laughs> like, So uh, this seems to be, like, Halo 3 is where they hit that peak of like general audience where there's still stuff in there for pro. Uh, and then it's like, it's more open to a general audience of like, it's, uh, you know, just accessible in a way that it hasn't been. And I know sure. fighting games in general have been trying to become more accessible to a wider audience. You see like Mortal Kombat doing that with like how they tutorialize and like kind of teach you. Mortal Kombat to... is one of the best tutorials. <laughs> yeah. Sure. King of Fighters Trend, like... is a very good one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you see this across like all fighting games where they're like, are oh, we need to make this easier uh, to understand for like more casual people to like get them up to like a better level uh so that way they don't feel as like bad about getting stomped out uh i don't dude i, I was talking to uh my co-worker dude he gave me like this ridiculous dugget of knowledge that i just never thought about he was like the problem with uh ranks is you're only ever 50 percent like no matter how good or bad you are, you're only going to be winning 50% of the games because like if it's properly matching you, like you're going to be matched with like way harder, way easier people. So you're like over a, like a course of time, like if, when they rank you properly, you're only going to be like a coin flip uh, always. And I was like, holy shit. I never really. when your skill doesn't go up though. Yeah. That's, over time. Assuming you like don't it, learn everything. You don't, you don't learn from your mistakes though. Like sure. Yeah, but like, you, you could go on like a streak, but like eventually like when you get up to like, you know, pro level play, dude. Like you're like, all right, you're probably gonna be winning. Like if it's like a well balanced game, probably about fifty percent of the time. Like you'd see this in like uh, a lot of Evo tournaments and stuff where there's like guys who go on. That's like that. Yeah, it's not fifty percent. It's not over a long enough course of time, dude. Like the the way these things have. I enjoy it. I'm keeping that. It's a nice hot take. It's a decent take, but I mean, no. All right, man. I'm just saying, dude. Fifty percent. That's it. That's the, the all competitive online plays designed for you to have like 
the most mediocre experience possible. I think what people enjoy is like uh, just absolute blowouts, but that's not fun to be on the receiving end of. So it's, I don't know, we're in a weird spot. I know that they're trying to do a lot of stuff with like AI development for uh, bots, better bots. Yeah. yeah. Uh, matchmaking and just better bots, dude. Like, uh, okay. uh, I could, I don't know, I suspect like a lot of online play might be bots right now, dude. So, I can tell you right now, like, your buddy's 50% thought. Um, look at Call of Duty's skill based matchmaking right now. They're like, okay, people like really close games, right? Um, like, no one, want, you don't want to sweat the entire time you're playing. Fighting games uh, are different because it's always a one-on-one. You know, like, yeah. like you can't like counteract someone's base skill. But as a team game, like how the team stacks against the other team, you can kind of calculate. And uh, Call of Duty's skill-based matchmaking, like the general public thinks that it's it's too tuned to giving you these sweat matches, which is just exhausting to play. Like it's not it's not that you want to blow out, but sometimes you want a uh, a game that that doesn't feel curated you know it's you, you want you want to like feel like you sat down with just people you never met and played and just whatever happens happens you know yeah. you're not no one's sitting down with like a bunch of sweats all the time no one's sitting down with like a bunch of people who are who've never touched a controller in their lives either you know there's a balancing act with that it definitely feels like we're headed more towards like uh sweats for how they're designing online competitive play but you know what? That's okay. People enjoy that. Like, are the, the people love that for like Counter Strike and like Valorant, and, like some of these like team based tactic games where it's like people and that's like on ranked, right? Like, so there's like yeah. different modes and stuff. There's ways that like uh, developers try and mitigate this. They're like, oh, it was ranked mode, it was casual. There's different types of like, there's you can be like solo or like team based. Like, if you're with like a team of people, you only match up with other people who are also like teamed up uh yeah. already you know like if you go into a lobby with like a group then you're gonna only come up against people who are also in a group instead of being like oh we'll just like you know mix and match and willy-nilly throw people together like uh you know it's, it's tough problems that people are trying to solve uh you know it's, it's above our pay grade but in, at least they're thinking about it it's harder to do i think for capcom because they haven't tried to ever tackle like this type of weird problem but I, I agree with what you're saying. I don't see them like having this in tournament play or rank play. Yeah. Uh, but like to I said, there's maybe open, maybe casual. To go for your your buddies too. Thought uh, it was like my win my win rate on Halo Infinite is way higher than fifty percent, dude. Oh, yeah, you're just bragging, dude. No, it's not even a brag. It's just like it's, it's just fact. It. It's, it's <laughs> okay. The, is the, the rank not working? Because because uh, like above last time I checked, I think it was like eighty seven percent, something like that. Win rate. Uh, I'm, I'm Onyx in in both both sides, you know, Rumble and uh, team. So what's can you account for that? You know, so yeah, uh, you know, just just thought. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Do you play it like every day though? I think this is just like over. Long, no. Yeah, I think over a long enough period of time, you're just gonna like that eighty percent is gonna dwindle back down to like a fifty three percent. I don't know. It's like a slot machine mechanic, dude. Like you're gonna win ninety eight percent of the time, but the uh, the house always wins that two percent. You know, so slowly over time, it's gonna drop off. Disagree. <laughs> Disagree right. because it's, we're playing with humans, but. Uh, from a pure, true. From, from a pure machine standpoint, sure, I can see that. Like you, you yeah. get bots that are about the same level. They're probably it's probably true. Uh, 
but yeah, dude, I think that's, that's a decent decent convo, man. Uh, to save my voice, I think we're gonna call it here. Uh, do you got All anything right, you yeah. want to end it on? Uh, uh, just anything you wanted to bring up? Or did you have any, any deep thoughts? No, I think yeah. that was it, man. It's, any uh, Jerry Springer final thoughts? <laughs> uh, you know what? Is uh, it M Bison? What? That was it, dude. <laughs> hey, no, why you got to cut off my final thought, dude? I, uh, <laughs> Mr. Gibby, that's Chipmunk. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, my voice is completely back. Please, <laughs> everybody, like, share, subscribe. Yo, bitch. Peace. Peace. <laughs>